change his life he came home and uh he his whole identity was hijacked by the record label and i say the record label because i don't think the artist that's known as rick ross was big enough to he didn't understand what he was doing i don't think he under, i don't know if he i mean it's he like, really was just paying homage but he didn't know that he didn't know he who controls images controls minds confucius said that Mm-hmm. He that controls images controls minds. Hip hop ultimately became a mind controlling tool. There you go. You're right. Yep. To fuel the prison system, uh, gun control lobbyists. Hey, we need to get rid of guns. We need to stop that cage. Well, who more to look at? Look at these people over here with these guns. Come on, that's what they use. They don't use school shootings, really. Uh, hmm. it's a mind-altering tool uh, that uses imagery to control the minds, right? Gangster image, pimp image. So, uh, John Gotti. So you have rappers named use Gotti name. So, uh, right. uh, Rick Ross, Frank Lucas, Rafa Evans, Billy Ray Maddox. So they start using all of these names, homie. Right. Come on, man. Right. We thought Rick Ross was really Rick Ross. We didn't know Freeway Ricky Ross was a real Rick Ross. You see what I'm saying? Our kids right. didn't know that. Right. But the image of him talking dope, selling dope, and he was a correction officer. Never, yeah. And the crazy thing is that the Freeway Ricky Ross was, I think he's overshadowed now by. He's here. He, he is, isn't he? He is. He can't even like get out there and do his little youth program and things he None was trying that, to accomplish. Homie. None of that. And I've talked to I've talked to him several times. He got great ideas, homie. Uh, he got a wonderful book. He got a great story to tell. Wow. Yeah. Uh, but you think he'll ever come out of that from under that that rapper cloud? Or he can't. He can't. Because right? even when you pull it up, like if you pull up Rick Ross on like Google, the rapper comes up. It doesn't even. Yeah. Because because he has a stain and a black eye on our government. The man couldn't read or write, homie. The man couldn't read or write. Yeah. And they gave him crack. He brought crack to Sat Central LA. Yeah, that movie, uh, Snowfall. Mm-hmm. Yeah, who you, who you think that is? That's him. He everybody know that. They, they're not gonna say it's not. But yeah. who else had contact from the government with documents to prove other than him? Right, so they're never gonna. Re- so it's a force behind. Yeah, keeping uh, him from 
Yeah, that's that's kind of wild. So then Rick Ross go on to make the song I Think I'm Big Meech. Larry Hoover, they need those imageries. So now they got Big Little Meech playing Big Meech. That imagery, homie. That imagery. Where are the bankers? Where are the doctors? Where are the lawyers? Where are the scientists? Where are the, where are the black statisticians that come up with the stats? Where, man, where's the do black? You, you think? Do you think the whole story, the whole idea of Little Meech playing Big Meech in the movie is a fail on Big Meech's part? Because um, uh, I, I know that there has to be at some point he's probably saying to himself he's going to show the fall. Maybe you, you think, or you think he's unrepentant and unremorseful, like Boosie. he's un, he's unrepentant and unremorseful. He he said it. Wow. Uh, uh, he, wow. he he said he wouldn't change nothing. Uh, what it what this is doing now is re-sowing the seeds again of the gangsterism in the image. It's re-sowing the seeds for a again. new generation. Yeah. Why you think white people made that motherfucking Jeffrey Dahmer shit go away? Black people didn't stop that. They didn't want to resow those seeds. Another serial killer come up with ideas. They resowing the seeds. Right. Right. So that people can watch it and then go out there and imitate it. That's wild. But, That's but true. Yep. That's you're re you're, it's like replanting seeds. Yep. Starting over. Yep. Because eventually it would have phased out. So it's just like the gangbangers coming home, getting on prison, telling their stories again about how they used to put in work. They resowing the seeds. That's why you see why why you seeing the uptick in the violence. All of it's being resown again. From that era when it was violent. We're not resowing the 98 era. We're not resowing the 2000 era. Some of those guys are still in prison. That was big, big, big then. So all the so they're retelling the Tupac stories. They're retelling all these old gangster stories. It's re-sowing the seeds, homie. Because what else do we get to look at to aspire to be like? That's true. When we're small. And that's, what why, and that's why you got guys like NBA Youngboy. They basically watching this shit and they're basically trying to live it. Yeah, they're trying to live up to those shoes. Yeah. But better. But better. Ain't that some shit? Come on, homie. So what do we do to stop this shit? How, uh, do, how we, do we stop uh, this shit? Uh, if you had your way, if you could push a button and fix everything from your office, uh, how, how would you feel? How would you stop? I, 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 I would pick back up where, where, where Dolores, uh, Miss C. Dolores Tucker left Dolores off. Dolores Tucker, you's a motherfucker. Remember Tupac said that in that song? Dolores Tucker, you's a motherfucker. And Mr. Bill Clinton, Bob Doe, you're too old to understand the way this game. Dolores C. Tucker is the first black woman like Charleston White in the 90s who started attacking the rap culture. Okay. And most people say she was paid off by the industry, but I don't believe she, she was. Uh, but we have to attack the culture. Uh, because one thing I'm starting to learn and have come to understand is that a culture can supersede home life and upbringing. Okay. Because I can. Yeah, live, you're right. It can. Yeah. Good kids come out of good homes. What? And the, the hip hop community yeah. turn, turn you out. Yeah. 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 Uh, so American, cool. co American culture had to change in order for white people to stop enslaving black people. But even when white people wasn't agreeing with it because of the culture, they didn't go against the culture.
So they stay silent when they weren't supposed to. Yeah. Because if you go against the culture, you could come up dead. Right. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So we have accepted a negative culture that's nothing but detrimental. Yeah. We don't value education. We don't clap for the kid that wins the spelling bee. Right. We don't clap for the kid that turns in the wallet that he found with a bunch of money. You're right. We don't clap for the person that finds the drugs on the beach yeah. and calls it in and turn it into the police and find out that it was worth two million dollars. We right. don't clap for them people. Yeah, yeah. No, they don't get the, the the righteous in our world don't get no reward. That's what I'm the saying. The veterans, the teachers, the honor roll students. Yeah, they, none of that. Yeah. So, so this is what I'm saying. Yeah. We at this point have to create the options of good bad and ugly. So if I'm thirsty and I've been walking for miles in the desert and I go inside this bar and they got muddy water right there, they got clear water and they got something that look like sweet tea, I got options. But if I just go in there and it's all muddy water and I'm thirsty then, right. that's what we got. Remember muddy water. Right. So let's create some options. Right. Let's make it our business for black children and, and other children to see guys like me and you. I mentor white kids. I mentor Hispanic kids because mm -hmm. I want them to see black men like me. We all ain't gangster rappers. Mm -hmm. You like rappers? No, I hate rappers. <laughs> That's what the kids want. No, I hate rappers. <laughs> you call the police? Yeah, I call the police. Yeah. So I want white kids to see. No, man, it's still, it's still some Uncle Joes in the neighborhood. It's still some Uncle Joe Dales around here, man. That if you mess up on my block, I say that's wrong. And I'm willing to die for all of us on this block so we can live right. Yeah. That black man, now, nah, homie, the black man get up, go to work. Hey, what's up, Mr. Johnson? Boy, you been on that job 35 years. And when he get in the car, I brag to the young niggas right here about how Mr. Johnson been on that job 35 years, nigga. They laughing at him, but I'm going to make him a hero to these kids. Yeah. I'm going to shame the drug dealing nigga. Yes, sir. Yeah, your stepdaddy, I'm going to make him a hero to your convict daddy who you think is the real. No, nigga, your stepdaddy been doing this. Yeah. So that's what we got to do, homie, intentionally. Okay. Intentionally. Yeah. Shame this shit that's wrong. Yeah. Because they've been having a life for too long. Time. Yeah. Yeah. Talk about the black slave master. It was many and plenty. Many and plenty. And we got a lot of, I guess you say, hip-hop executives yeah. that really profited off of Black Destruction, Jay-Z, yeah. Jay Prince, these guys. Um, what's your thoughts on that in relationship to Black Slave Master? Uh, they benefit more from, from, from being in a master position than a white man. Uh, we call them gatekeepers. <laughs> uh, the pro-black call them the bourgeois boulets. Yeah. The boulets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Europe didn't invade Africa. Africans sold Africans to Europe. Persians sold Africans to Europe. Uh, when you look at this new movie, uh, when the Woman King uh, with Viola Davis about the, the the African warrior tribe, the tribe of women who was a king, he had a whole group of army that was all women and it was a fierce fight women's group they were the last group of africans 
who was selling other Africans to the Europeans. So when you watch this movie, uh, this is probably one of the most accurate movies I've seen to, to depict this part of slavery because most movies don't show you or even tell you this part about. Mm. Uh, Africans was doing this to one another. Mm. Uh, there's 54 different countries that make up the continent of Africa. They all don't harmoniously live amongst each other, but they're all Africans. Uh, when I think about the black slave master, I think about, okay, that's my people, but they're not my kind. Right. Uh, how do you separate your people from your kind? And y'all all the same people uh, by our actions. Uh, you have a you have a feline category, but all cats ain't the same. Ain't the same. Right. Yeah, you have a bird population, but all birds aren't the same. Right. Uh, mm. So when I think about the black slave master, uh, it's a lot of my people that's gonna enslave us, and they do it to this day. The gangbanger, they they the slave masters because they create uh, rules and barriers uh, long before the white man rules ever get to you. The hood right. oppresses you long before a Jim Crow sign say you can't come in here. Yeah, yeah. You, you see, you see where I'm going with yeah. this homie. Yeah. So now, nah, nigga, we we the new slave masters now. Seems seems like that. Ain't no seem nothing. I've been watching it and I've been yeah, studying it. It's the truth. Yeah. Um, if, if, if you go on the job, man, who's more likely to help you and show you the job? It won't be your own property. Yo, come on now. Yeah, I know. He go, no, man, he ain't <laughs> no forsaken with a little brother. Right. Yeah. Right. Because you pose a threat to him. Uh, if, 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 if you and your black neighbor are the only two black families on the street, Chances are you don't welcome him when he move in. Right. It take a certain kind to introduce this black to his white friends who think highly of him, who might not think highly of this black. Right. Or we end up becoming in competition. Right. I don't often say, man, I don't want no new nigga coming over here hanging out me and all mm -hmm. my white folk. Right. I done said it before. Yeah. Cause you know it's gonna come with a certain level of ignorance, a come certain on, level man. of bullshit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah I see a, a new nigga at the white boy party, and I've been kicking with the white man. I'm I'm fucked up a little bit about it, <laughs> cause I don't know this. Yeah, yeah. And he might be a misrepresentation of my kind. Exactly. There we go. It's a misrepresentation of my kind. That's yeah, we just yeah we black people, but he ain't my kind. That's so yeah. funny. We get misrepresented a lot, I think. Yeah. And that's just one thing I, that I struggle with too is that I find that um. When people think of the hood, they think about the worst shit that happens in the hood. And there's so much good stuff that happens in the hood. There's so many good, beautiful people in the hood. Oh, uh, well, it used to be the projects where all the kids that made good grades were. Because they were really trying to make it out. Right. They used to, in the projects in the hood, they used to value education. Those were the straight-A students. Now, us well-to-do, upper-middle-class kids, we would kind of fuck up a little bit. Because we had it already. But before then, man, the projects were all the smartest kids was. Yeah. Straight A students, perfect attendance. Right. 
they did everything right in school because they were really trying to make it out. Trying to make it out. Somehow we got the reverse psychology where nigga we think hip hop to stay in here. Hip hop. And if you make it out, you done sold out. You, you, yeah. Hip hop did that. Reverse psychology. Hip hop made you feel like the hood is the place to be. Yeah. So we were brainwashed. We were brainwashed. We were brainwashed, we were brainwashed homie. So I, I remember homie, the project kids, homie, them were the smartest kids in school. Right. And they had gardens in the backyard. Uh they they had they ate all the time. So they so so they were vibrant then. Uh I guess they was neighborhoods back then. Mm -hmm. More communities. Mm -hmm. Because uh, it was neighborhoods then. When we when we stopped being neighborly, when we stopped being neighborly and came with a new value system, uh, we started valuing the criminal elements uh, of society. Mm. And I think well, I'm not gonna say I think, but it was introduced by way of hip hop. Hip hop. It was introduced by and gang culture too. Like gang culture would not have been as the national epidemic that it became without hip hop. Snoop Dogg. Nah. And, yeah, no, no. Nah, nah. Hip hop, hip hop was the vehicle for for it to spread and, and maneuver through America. Yeah. Uh, it 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 uh, yeah. hip hop, hip -hop. Uh, romanticized gangsterism it for did. black youth. It did. Uh, it propagated it. It promoted it, and then the culture began to the. the the hood began to solidify it. Yes. Not the culture, the hood. Yeah. The the hood be began to solidify it. So once they commercialized gangsterism uh, throughout the 90s with Snoop Dogg and them, St. Eyes, uh, started imprinting more death in, 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 in rap music, more destruction uh, in the rap videos, right? More black guys were singing and rapping behind jail cell bars. Uh, they wasn't actually putting guns and 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 they was putting scenarios, guys hanging out the window like the drive-by, but we never saw the guns, right? Right. Uh, we were seeing the white chalk on the ground with the yellow yeah. tape. So they was giving us those images. Yeah. Now they actually see the guns and bodies and the gore of in reality. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, it, it it was a gradual step. And I'm saying to myself, hmm. how did, I'm not gonna say America, but how did black people let it get to this? Yeah. Where it's all kill, 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 die, 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 kill, smoking on your baby. How did we let it get to this? And now it's children. Hmm. And now it's children, homie. Yeah. Babies. Hmm. And it started 10 years ago with straight drill music. Yeah. Uh, if we look at gun violence, uh, youth violence, uh, and youth murders, I bet we'll see a trend that started 10 or 12 years ago when we started seeing kids in Chicago kill. Mm -hmm. right. Before then, we never saw a weekend where Chicago would have 50 something shootings, 20 something dead. That, it's a trend that started. And we sat back and watched it develop. Hmm. So, American here we are. Uh, the American dream has been robbed.
Uh, there's 99 tongues in America now. Uh, and they all brought their cultures with them. Uh, America is falling and we're losing our dreams. Right. That's why MAGA was one of the biggest, most powerful statements that could have been spoken in this millennial. Make America great, great again. again. It used to be great, man. I don't give a fuck what nobody say. With all the flaws that America has, the good, the bad, and it's ugly, this country used to be great. And, and, and we're losing our dream where you can come here with nothing and, and, and die and, with something. And die with something. And have something for your family, children's children. You can come here with nothing yeah. and die with something because you have a right, a God-given right to life Liberty and the, the pursuit, pursuit of happiness. Thank you, brother. Yes, sir. So we gotta keep fighting, man. We gonna keep fighting. Trump twenty twenty four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got it. I, I'm ready. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm ready. Uh, I joke a lot and said, man, when well, now Trump ain't gonna win because Trump want to get even. Uh, but there's nothing wrong with wanting to get even and make this. Place oh, he gonna better. get even. Yeah. Oh, he don't play that shit. Yeah. So uh, uh, I win him. He got my support. <laughs> Thanks, uh, if 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 I could crown any any family of royalty, I would. That would be our royal family. Thank you, bro. That would be our royal family. Yeah. Next question I have for you was um. This some deep shit, man. This that's a great interview, man. This is yeah. I, I want to ask you about Vlad TV. Go ahead, go ahead. Let me ask you about Vlad because I've been watching Vlad for a long time. I used to like watching his interviews, but. You brought up something when you started really kind of calling him out. And I was like, that is true. It seemed like all his questions are always about beef. Is his interest particular? Um, violence, crimes, murders. And I'm like, why is that? I mean, is it because he's trying to either get people prosecuted or is it primarily about money motivation? And either one of those are, you know, not good. So what's your, what's your I, th I, think it's, I think it's primarily money motivation. That's why when he do a two hour interview, it may take a month before you get that whole two hour interview. And he gives it down in bits and pieces. Uh, it's a, it's a great formula uh, to minimally maximize your monetary value or your ad revenue. Uh, there's other ways that you can do that and putting out the whole interview because you decide where your commercials go. You can almost get paid every minute on an interview. Mm -hmm. uh, I think Vlad just has an interest uh, in the detriment of black culture. That's evil shit though. It, it, Is it, he an evil motherfucker man? Uh, I mean, because nah, you got- I, I, I think, I think he know what he doing. I think he know what he doing. I think he knows the consequences that come from what he's doing. He don't give a fuck. Uh, nah, he don't, he don't give a fuck. Uh, because it's just like the record labels. In his mind, uh, I'm not doing anything but just providing the cameras and the microphones. Gotcha. They're doing this to themselves. Gotcha. So he sleeps well at night. They're doing this to themselves. I'm not asking, you know. Uh, they don't take the time to invest time and energy and resource to many people. Uh, but when you can get the masses' attention in, in the way that I have, you have, Vlad have, uh, Say Cheese TV have, uh, and you can get these kind of people on your platform, it's a lot of open murders to that guy. It's a lot of unsolved murders to him. Mm -hmm. 
So all of these guys that get on here from the BMF characters, uh, all of these gangsters, uh, why don't we ever get the positive stories? Like the the the. That's exactly my point. You, you see what I'm saying? Like yeah. the uh uh the VH1s uh. Uh, what's the one used to play the Elder Bars? They play everybody. Mickey Howard. Uh, uh, I forgot the name of the show, but they play all the old jagged edge. They give us all these. Why don't he interview old? Give us some real historical context right. to some of these groups. Right. Yeah. Because he doesn't have no no social agenda. He doesn't have no. Yeah, he's not loyal to us. That he wants to see the best for us. Yeah, and, and then the, and then to think about it, hmm. all of this go in his vault. It's just like the uh, Smithsonian Museum hmm. with all of Dr. King's information in there. His family don't own it. Black people don't own it. The Smithsonian's own that. Yeah. Uh, it's just like Kobe Bryant. Black people don't own nothing of Kobe Bryant's. So when all this is said and done, and we're not putting this information in books, these guys aren't writing autobiographies. Those are the autobiographies. Guess where you're gonna have to go to Vlad to get it? It's in his vault. That's his content now. Your story is his content. Off of it. And he holds it. We and that's funny, you, that's funny you say that, because every time there's somebody who- He come with a flashback. He come with the flashback right after the first person dies. Or they go to jail. Like yeah, so uh, so so everybody calls what everybody's doing on, on YouTube now Vlad's formula. It's like, and what that what that does is it hurts the power of my testimonial because I might say something in the first twelve minutes that I don't clarify up until right. But you go get the first 12 minutes, and now you thinking, so that's what they've done to most of my videos. That's why you don't, you hardly ever see a two-hour Charleston White. They won't, they won't get to you. Is it be chopped up? Because they want to create a narrative. Mm. Yeah. And what do, you, what do you think that the narrative that they're trying to... Uh, it, it, depends on, it, it depends on what, they're, what, uh, what they need for views. Drama. It, there you go. Clickbait. Yeah. Drama. Yeah, so that's why they'll take what you said, but because you said it, it may be offensive, but if you elaborate, it's, it's not offensive. Right. They don't give you the elaborated part. They do the same thing to my man Trump. All the time. They take a little clip from him and yeah. All the time. Spin it. Yeah. One of, one of the most notorious was was grabbing by the pussy. Right. They, 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 that, that was, that was a, that was a bits and piece clip that they gave us that they didn't give us in full. Right. And and, and 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 if men could still be men in America, most men, politicians, right, or whoever would have stood up and said, "Come on, man, we know how." It, yeah, that's just shit talking. Yeah, 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 yeah. Locker room talk. Right. Yeah. And there is a such thing as, I mean, man, locker room talk. Come locker on, room man. Talk bullshit. Yeah. Come on, man. Every guy thinks he's a hell of a guy, man. You can come on, man. Right. But, yeah. And everybody know when you're a celebrity, you have things called groupies. You really running from the groupies. Uh, oh man, look, but what's understood don't have to be explained. Right. Yeah, right. And, and that's why he really never had to explain that. And in the world of politics, if they can take something like that to 
to conflate it and twist it, then they can always try to use that. Yeah. Because he's really actually very much in support of women. A lot of people don't give him credit for that. He, oh, he got a he got a lot of he got a big woman fan base as well too. Big that's right. Yeah. Support. Yeah. yeah. There was a time we used to talk about love. It was everybody's cheating nowadays. Everybody got a boo on the side. Everybody. What's your thoughts on the cheating? epidemic um, uh you know why do men cheat why do women cheat what's the signs uh, of cheating uh uh a cheating is an inner issue it's a it's a character flaw uh it's an ego problem mm. uh it's a it's an insecurity uh that i even suffer with myself mm. uh i remember being I remember being proud and pride myself on being a faithful husband. Uh, then something happened in me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, something happened in me. Yeah. Uh, my ego got bigger. Uh, new insecurities developed, right? Uh, so that's what I wrestle with as a man. Uh, I think the greatest man is one who can preserve himself to one woman. Mm -hmm. uh, the rest of us, uh, I think we devalue ourselves mm -hmm. when we give it to all women. Uh, so as you were asking me that question, I thought about Wheezy and Jefferson, George Jefferson. Yeah. Uh, I thought about uh, uh, Florence and uh, James Evans. Uh, I even thought about Edith and Archie Bunker. Uh, they didn't have them problems that they focused on back then. Right. Uh, because America really valued its family. Uh, America don't value family anymore. Uh, not only don't uh, America value family, uh, it's no longer in God we trust. Right. Yeah, so uh, we've submitted to the soul of a man what we feel, what feel good to us. Uh, we're now governed by what we feel rather than what we know. That's this new group, that's this new generation of Americans. Yeah. Uh, if it feel good, they do it, even if it's wrong. Yeah. Uh, I never want to lose the concept of knowing wrong is wrong and feeling bad when I do wrong. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, have I cheated? Yeah. And do I feel bad when I cheat? Yeah. yeah. Do I try not to cheat every day as a man? Yeah. Yeah, every day as a man. If you have a good woman, you're lucky, you're blessed. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, so, so, so uh, <laughs> what the elders tell me and, and, and what what the responsible men and accountable men tell me, uh, and as we should tell each other as men, uh, a man that's giving in to his pleasures every day as a man that's living in hell. If you fulfilling your pleasures as a man, you living in hell. Mm. So don't live in your pleasures. Right. That's powerful. Yeah, don't live in your pleasures. Live in your you living in hell. Yeah. 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 Who so you that's what cheat makes you do, live in your yeah. pleasures. Yeah. Yeah. That's heavy, man. Well, thank you for that one. Um, the reason why I ask is because, uh, you know, Instagram, 
social media. I think the music, when I listen to the music now, because I like the old school music still. Me too. But when I listen to the new music, it always seemed like it's always about like... See, you bringing this up. You might be talking to my spirit. You might be preaching to me. Because this is what I find myself doing. When I get on Instagram, I see some women so motherfucking beautiful and pretty. And I'm saying, where they come from? How does she pop up on my feed? And I'm not following her. So guess what I do? I follow her. Look at how fine she is. Now here come the lust. I go three, four more scrolls. Here go another beautiful one. God damn, <laughs> click on her. I follow her. At some point, I begin to convict myself because now I'm feeling guilty. Homie, I'm not on here for this, but how is it that they are appearing to me? Where are they coming from? Who putting them in my algorithm? Why don't I see normal looking women anymore? Why is everybody so goddamn beautiful and gorgeous? Why is everybody fine? And so I start to unfollow. Yeah. But I did, but just think if I didn't have the convictions. Yeah. I'd be in the DMs like every other nigga. Because men want to see it. That's the nature of a man is to see it and get turned on. Women got to hear it. That's why I say, baby, you like what I look like? And she want to reach out. Oh, yeah, baby, you look good. That's why men say, hey, send me a picture of them titties. He want to see it. So men is turned on by sight. That's the trick, homie. Yeah. This sexual, this over-sexualized generation, homie, we yeah. can't even think because I we so sexually infused. Yeah. And I intentionally have to unplug so I can think, homie. Yeah. I intentionally have to put because man, cause I love women. Yeah. And these women, granddaddy and them didn't have access to all these beautiful women, homie. Right. We do. Right. So uh everything is at our fingertips. And I want people to remember this. Not just me and yours, it's at our children's too. Yeah. Everything good and everything bad. Yeah. It's just at a click of a button. If they can think it, if they can spell it, they can make it appeal. Yeah. Gay sex, trans sex, anything, anything. Wow. So the devil has just as much access to their minds as he do ours. Right. Because we no longer have the three monkeys. See no evil. Mm-hmm. Hear no evil. Speak no evil. Speak no evil. We've removed the barriers, and our kids see everything, hear everything, and say everything. And it's destroying this country. It's destroying this country. Man. Yeah. It's your boy, Prime Minister, man. Salute to all the patriots on the trip. Never surrender. Real American dream. Won't forsake us, struggle never break us Devil gone like magic, Kobe Lakers They can never fade us, never shake us Jesus won't forsake us, struggle never break us Devil gone like magic, Kobe Lakers They can never fade us, never shake us I love Christ and I pop shit That's Kanye, my God is Jehovah But his bride ain't Beyonce I say do what God say You say do what car say Patriot, real cowboy I yell, yeah, be Kanye Walked away from Raw, yeah Chose to walk with Yahweh Rather die poor without a damn dime Than go move and I take Money's the rule of all evil And that is the Lord My only concern is the spirit of God Filling my heart and keeping it pure So from here on it ain't no sin Just so winning that street shit That's your business Fight for God and country Put my whole heart and soul in it Told 
you God was coming, so I guess I'm no one in it. So full that it hit right, you can tell I put my toe in. I'm a champion, so where's my champagne? The sun is still shining after the storm came. Struggle never break us Devil gone like magic Kobe Lakers They can never fade us Never shake us Jesus won't forsake us Struggle never break us Devil gone like magic Kobe Lakers They can never fade us Never shake us I got new shoes, got a new song, that's Kanye From here on, it's all happy days So I pop my collar, I'm Fonze Came a long way and ain't looking back From boys to men, I'm Wanye God chose me, I'm the bride of Christ So Jesus, my 